Welcome to another Superhero Discussions episode. My name is Travis Hines, Travis underscore 156 on Twitter. And we're about a month out, less than a month out, from the Elseworlds crossover for the DCCW. I'm a huge DCCW fan, so, and I know that, I'm going to give you my top five DCCW crossover episodes. And I'm going to just give a little backstory. I was a big fan of Smallville, but by the end of Smallville, it started to wear on me. This It was almost the same trope over and over of the damsel is in distress, Clark saves the damsel, nobody else gets hurt, no consequences really. There was other things like the story arcs with Argus and the JSA and stuff, but I just started to, it started to run its course for me. So my friend tells me about this new show called Arrow, about the Green Arrow. And my exact words were, I'm not really in the mood for another, I can't remember what the company was called at the time. I'll just say CW, show about somebody that saves somebody and there'll be no consequences, no death, no act, no real action. And he said, dude, you have to check this out, just watch the pilot. And I remember when Oliver was captured by those people that his mother had hired to see if he rem- his father told him anything on the island. And he breaks that guy's neck. He's like, no one can know my secret. I was like, dude, I haven't seen anything like this on TV yet for superheroes. Like, they're not supposed to kill like that. What the hell? And I've been hooked ever since. I'm a huge fan of this universe. I love it. And there's been a lot of moments that I enjoy. So in saying that, I'm going to get into it. Starting with number five. Rogue Air, Flash, Season 1, Episode 22. So, we get a great three quarters of this episode is Flash teaming up with Captain Cold. I know that's not technically a crossover, although I did really enjoy it. Uh, They try to save the metas and also send them to Lian Yu. So, technically, there is a bit of a crossover there. Barry is unable to get a hold of Oliver because Oliver is in... Nana Parbat at the time, or that's what we're told. And after it all goes south for Barry and all the rogues escape, he gets burned for trusting Captain Cold, trusting the villain, and it all falls back on him. And Joe, normally the shoulder cry on, is kind of like, I told you so, dude. Like, what the heck, I told you so. And I remember watching this, and I never watched any of the previews for this episode, so I had no idea what was coming. I was thinking, well, this was a really cool episode, and this has been great. But we get the reverse Flash show up, knocking on the door to get in. Not literally knocking on the door to get into Star Labs. This is probably the most secure Star Labs has ever been. A little lock on the front with a gate. That's typical Star Labs. And Firestorm shows up when Barry says, I'm not alone. And then Oliver shows up as well, and I'm like, oh my god, we're actually getting, this is the first time we get heroes teaming up to fight a villain, like multiple heroes from different shows. And this was awesome. We got a couple displays. Each hero goes one-on-one first, with both Flash and Firestorm getting bested by Reverse Flash. Then we get a trick arrow of Oliver's, the nanite arrow, courtesy of Ray Palmer, which delivered a high-frequency pulse, I think, that disabled the speed of the reverse flash. And I was just thinking about this before I did this episode, 
finally came to my mind. This is really the first time that we have an example of Oliver kind of prepping for the Flash and trying to neutralize the Flash special ability. We get, I'll t- touch on this way later in this episode of the Kryptonite Arrow and him preparing for Supergirl. So we get an example of him preparing for two. Now, that's only just that. I mean, after we were looking at some things blind to this episode recently. And I think that's really cool. So we get him fight some hand-to-hand combat with Reverse Flash. And then in the end, team up. Teamwork fought, and team up. Teaming up finally gets the best of him. And he be, he gets shot by Firestorm, sending him over into a car. And he gets an arrow in the back just for good measure. I thought this was fantastic. We had a couple quips at the end of Barry making fun of Oliver's shaved head and black attire. And they were on their way. And this is, might not be up there on other people's lists, but uh, just a team up alone against the Reverse Flash, it was great. And we got that nice little touch of the Reverse Flash using his ring. And then Flash, us Flash fans would be screwed, I guess, over a bit, because we wouldn't get to see that again until the fifth season. So, I really enjoyed this episode for the Flash plot and for the crossover team-up. Number four for me is Legends of Today and Legends of Tomorrow, the Flash 208 and Arrow 408. I thought this was a really good crossover. It laid the way, it set the way, like paved the way for the Legends of Tomorrow show, and it built up a bit of credibility for the villain, Van the Savage, who I thought was really good in this crossover. Even though he kind of has an affinity for affinity for nice here, I <laughs> I still think he was really good, and we got some pretty good scenes in here. A couple I'll touch on is the magnetic trick arrow from. Oliver, I think it's Felicity's idea against Damien Dark. I thought that was a pretty cool touch. Even Damien Dark would agree. And Flash comes in to save the day, which is really good. We have a couple solid fight scenes in here as well, particularly uh, Flaro versus Vandal Savage in the laugh party. I thought that was cool. Uh, Vandal Savage learned from the first fight with Flash, and he threw an extra knife just to get him with his speed. That, that just showed his fighting ability and smarts there. And a really, probably one of my favorite moments of the cross, of that crossover was Hawkman versus Aaron Flash. Uh, we get Oliver, Oliver and Hawkman going hand-to-hand combat and Oliver getting bested by him. And the Flash coming in, Oliver throwing him a save with his grappling arrow. And we get them teaming up to take, to get his wings to show and Oliver shoots him down, and Barry shows Oliver, for the first time, his ability of being able to throw lightning, which I think Oliver noted as that's new or that's cool. That was pretty cool. It was a great fight. And we also get in this crossover, William shows up for the first time, and I didn't think much of it at the time, but after... A few more seasons, we've known that Williams played a big, big role. He's been a focal point for season six for Oliver. Uh, he's been used to leverage like against Oliver as well. So, 
I think that it was cool that it's coming the fourth season of Arrow and they're still using William. So this they've laid the groundwork here. And we all I haven't touched on the time travel. Uh Vandal Savage destroys everybody, which was pretty cool to see. And Barry Bonds back in time. And I also think it's cool to note that after the first time of Barry changing the timeline, he's a little bit hesitant of it. And Oliver's the kind of hero, like, no, give me another shot. I'll always, if I, I if I got another shot, I'll take it. If you give me another chance, I'll I'll do it again. I always just want to succeed in his mission. I thought that was really cool, whereas Barry's a little hesitant. And they do change things. Uh, they learn from their mistakes. They involve the whole team, and they defeat Vandal Savage, giving us a great shot in the end of all the team standing, which was pretty cool at the time. It was a lot of heroes that would be dwarfed in the future. But still, pretty cool. Just great episode overall, and some things reverberated back through the rest, like through the shows going forward, especially Arrow. Number three for me, Flash versus Arrow. Flash, season one, episode seven. Now, I don't know, this is this could be number one for me, how much I really love this one. This is a personal favorite of mine. It's just fantastic. It's the first time we see the Arrow in, Stars in Central City. Oh my God, I can just go on about this. Uh, his first appearance when he saves the Flash and Joe... And goes nice, cast, nice mask, and jumps up through, and how, how super excited Barry is! Like I'd feel the exact same way. I love that you can show excitement. I love that this universe does that. I'd be super pumped as well if I was the Flash and Green Arrow just dropped by to save me, and I'm a young hero just starting out like the Flash is. We can see that, and they go up against the meta that can control emotions and make people angry, which we'll come back to in this episode. But the main things that I've really enjoyed was the training uh, with Oliver and Barry. Oliver shows up, and uh, Barry shows up late, which is hilarious, by the way. And Oliver's just there going over his crime scenes of his last six episodes. And Barry looks at him like, do you sleep? Which is funny. They have a couple of good funny back and forth talking about like giving their villains silly code names and stuff, which is really funny. But the main thing I want to get here is Oliver telling Barry, "Do you case your environment like every inch of it before you run in, because you do have the time, you just don't." Which is huge because that's what Barry was doing before this. Running in as an example against Captain Cold in the third episode, I want to say. He runs right onto the train car, causing the train car to get derailed when he didn't need to. And Oliver notes this to Barry. And Barry's right disgusted because he thought that probably Oliver would be just giving him his props and saying what, kind of, what a wicked hero he is and stuff. But Oliver knows that Barry can do so much more, be so much greater than him. So it's really cool. They get the classic, Oliver's like, you're going to run over there, you're going to come over, I'm going to shoot you with an arrow. Barry's like, no you're not, an arrow? An arrow will never come close to touching me, like I'm super fast. But in his naive ways, he doesn't check the perimeter to know that Oliver has two crossbows planted, ready to automatically fire when he gets on that certain point. So Oliver has his bow ready to shoot, Barry stops that one, but gets shot in the back twice. Oliver pulls out the arrows, thus showing Barry... You have 
to case your environment, every, every inch of your environment to know where it is, like know what everything, what all the dangers are that you have going into a battle. You can do that. You have super speed. And Barry uses this so many times going forward. There's an example when he's with Supergirl and they race to a place uh, to find Livewire, I want to say. And Supergirl's like, I raced you. And Barry's like, no, you didn't. I got here first, but I checked the area for booby traps or something along those lines using the lesson that Oliver taught him. He does that so much, I'm pretty sure he gives the same lesson to Jesse Quick and asks, like, am I becoming Oliver now? So... Like those lessons, are, Barry takes that to heart and really uses it going forward. He teaches the same thing to Wally, I think, as well. And he even shows Oliver in the second part of the episode that he cased the area and took out all the bad guys, except for one, but it was funny. It was great. So we get Barry is basically controlled or really angry uh, from the meta in this episode, and he goes on a little bit of a rampage after Eddie. You know, because Barry wants the girl. Barry wants uh, his Iris, which, in the end, we all know he gets. R.I.P. Eddie. And Oliver's the one tasked with bringing him down. And we get an epic hero versus hero fight scene that I really, truly loved. It shows Oliver's uh, cunning and strategy and Barry's abilities. I thought it was pretty cool. Oliver tried to grapple away from Barry and Barry runs right up the building, rips it down, and Oliver just got to barely get another one into his braces impact, and shooting him with tranquilizers, and Barry vibrates, we get the first time that Barry vibrates his body to get something out of his system, and that's so cool, and you're just like, man, this is amazing, and in the end, they'll say it's a tie, well, Cisco did, but I, I'll track this up to a win for Oliver. He threw her one of his small arrows on the side of his costume through Barry's quad and, or calf, I think it was calf, and Barry couldn't really walk, so I want to say that Oliver had the upper hand there, and Barry didn't have the skill set. At, at right now, I'd give Barry the nod, but at the time, Barry didn't have the skill set. And I want to say, maybe this fight is what spurns Oliver on to figure out a way to neutralize Barry's speed because he realizes that this is a perfect example of a situation that if Barry's not in control of his like faculties, he is super dangerous to the entire public. If he was, could become controlled and he they have access to his speed, they could kill a lot of people. So I want to say that this maybe is what spurns Alvaron to go to Ray to like convince him to come up with the nanites so he can use them in his arrow. I just love this fight scene and this whole episode it just starts the romance for me of my two favorite characters in this universe and I'd be remiss if I didn't talk about Diggle just so hilarious his reactions to Barry the fries flying over the comments about him like that's not freaking you out just so funny Diggle's like this dude went from like, this nerdy scientist to this crazy super speed most powerful being he's ever seen in like less than a year so Diggle's mind was blown and it was really great to see so number two for me is the invasion storyline the invasion crossover Flash 308, Arrow 508, Legend 207 I'm not going to include Supergirl, Supergirl 
if anyone wants to include Supergirl, they're lying to you. They showed the exact same scene in The Flash, so it doesn't count. It was not part of this crossover. Uh, we get finally get Supergirl's first appearance on Earth-1, which is super fantastic for me. I was so glad she was finally brought over after the success of Flash being over on Supergirl. It was only a matter of time, and we finally got this great goodness. I was so excited about that. Her training, which is great, that was the perfect idea to have them go up against her, and they can't do anything. It's really funny to see... Uh, Martin has a daughter because he changed, messed with the timeline and talked to his younger self, and we get he's finally coming back to the proper time, I want to say 2016 2017 here and the memories are flooding him and he's complete shock, he doesn't want to erase her but he realizes that he may have to do that because of the rules that the legends are supposed to abide by so that's a really cool storyline story there they have going the main thing that I really enjoyed most of this crossover is the fact that it really showed Oliver and Barry's friendship. And Oliver having Barry's back multiple times against different heroes where Barry changes the timeline and they first find out about it on The Secret. Oliver's like, dude, it's part of the job. You, you made a mistake. You want to see your parents alive. It's just what happens. We can't change it now. Let's focus on the main problem, which is pretty pretty awesome of him because he's been true to Ringer. He knows, no one knows how to beat yourself up more than Oliver Queen. So I thought it was a great little touch to just show how far they've come from Oliver being reluctant to train Barry to now where he has his back completely. I just really love that. And that also comes back with his big speech in the time vault. I thought that was one of the greater speeches we've had in the DCCW, where he tells Barry about people makes choices, those choices uh, compound that affects other people, and Barry changing timeline didn't cause all these events, just people making their choices caused it, and he's not a god. I think that it was just amazing. It was a great, probably the best speech, one of the better speeches I've heard in this universe. And that was amazing. We got... Some really funny quips. We get the Hall of Justice. Diggle has a really funny line about not taking drugs, but didn't want to see crazy things like that. I thought that was hilarious. We have Cisco and Barry's storyline that they started after Flashpoint, where Barry came back and caused Cisco uh, in this timeline. Cisco's brother's dead from a drunk driving accident, and Cisco wants Barry to go back in time. Barry doesn't want to do it because he's afraid what else will change. And Cisco's a uh, a little wider, I'm going to be honest with you, for most of this crossover. really frustrated me because I really enjoyed Cisco and wanted him to be more funny. But nope, he's big contrary pants. Rah, 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 Barry, rah, 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 not friends, rah, 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 change timeline. <laughs> uh, it just really frustrates me every time I watch this. I'm just like, oh, Cisco, just shut up and just get to the end where you realize that any change, even if you're trying to do something good, can have an adverse effect. Which Cisco finds out because of he befriending a Dominator and letting him escape. So that storyline comes full circle and Cisco forgives Barry, which is a great thing to see. We have all the heroes uh, give it to Barry for changing the timeline and have Kazan... Uh, unforeseen consequences, but I have do have issues like 
Sarah flipping out and saying, you know, how hard it is for me not to change the timeline to see my sister win, like, in the first couple episodes of that season. That's what she was trying to do, kill Damien Dark in earlier in the 80s so that her sister would survive. And she's just giving it to Barry for that. You only learned that lesson, like, a month earlier, missus. You're not supposed to be giving somebody crap for that. You're supposed to be understanding and telling him, yeah, I learned that same lesson. You got to learn that lesson, dude. It's a tough lesson to learn. But no, you're like, like pointing the finger. And I, I always thought that was really funny. And then I didn't hear it, note it much. But it was really hypocritical of Sarah, I thought. And Diggs like, pretty pissed that he has a son instead of a daughter. And he's like, what the hell? I don't, I don't have control of my own life. What's up? And they sideline the team. But Oliver's like, I'm not going with Barry. So you get your showdown. Which is one of my favorite things about this crossover. The fight between... Oliver and Barry Green Arrow and Flash versus the Legends and Supergirl and Team Arrow. Oh, it's some fantastic, like, some fantastic work. We get Oliver taking the street-level people, pretty much. Barry fighting and throwing lightning at uh, Firestorm and Adam and incapacitating him, but not having as much effect on Supergirl and her hitting him with her heat vision. Oh, all fantastic, fantastic. We get... Oliver shooting this cool trick arrow that explodes into three and running out of arrows, which was also pretty cool. And the hand-to-hand combat, bravo. The one-shot scenes where you don't cut away, I always love that. And we have Barry tricking Supergirl and phasing out and having her destroy the mind-control device, which was also bravo, bravo. And we get a cool showdown with the Dominators in the end, which I really love. You get all the heroes working together. And the, the, just a couple of the shots of them standing on the roof together, you just see how far this universe has come. Where you have Supergirl, The Flash, and Green Arrow, and all the characters that come along with them. I was... I loved it. It was great at the time, and I thought we couldn't get any better. And boy, was I wrong. We have Crisis on Earth-X, which is, takes the number one spot for me to date. Which makes me excited for the Elseworlds crossover because this just keeps getting better and better. This universe is on wheels right now, people. You just got to get in and enjoy it. If you don't enjoy it or don't like it, just move on. Like, leave us to enjoy this. I'm sorry that you're not happy with whatever universe you like, but I'm a fan of pretty much anything. And I love this universe. It's probably my favorite. So, Crisis on Earth X centers around, well, the first episode centers around Barry and Iris' wedding. That's why the heroes are gathering. We get a couple of cool scenes, including a pretty throwaway scene of Barry fighting King Shark. Like, it's like a 15, 20 second scene, but you're like, oh, King Shark, okay, that's our dose of King Shark for this season, Flash. Uh, we're going to get him on this upcoming season. Nora teased that for us. Damn you, Nora, on your spoilers. I... Love that, and we get an invasion of this of our Earth, Earth One, by Nazis from another Earth where the Allies lost World War Two, and they come essentially just come to attack this Earth to get Supergirl's heart for their Overgirl. We get some great action sequences, especially in the church at the start. We have see how so many heroes always have their weapons and stuff on them. I love how Oliver takes this thing out and, f- and uncorks into a bow. 
it's pretty cool. He has like a mini thing that expands for arrows and a bow, which is awesome. Wally has a great moment where he's catching bullets and throws one into a gun and it explodes. That's awesome. We have a couple great team-ups, including Cisco opening up a breach for Oliver and Sarah and Alex teaming up and fighting Prometheus, which was an awesome fight scene. And I thought that both those actresses did great a great job in that. Also, I thought it was pretty cool. I've always thought that Sarah and Alex would be great together. And it was nice to see them even get with each other for the time being because it helped Alex through a tough time. And we have Supergirl versus Overgirl a couple of times throughout this crossover, but the first time was pretty great. Supergirl wearing her dress. And it was a great back and forth fight. And I also loved Joe just looking up with bewilderment and a little bit of shock seeing two super beings flying around shooting heat vision at each other. He's like, oh my god, I thought Barry was the craziest thing I'd ever seen. Which was really funny. I just want to note, too, that in one episode, we had Metallo show up, Red Tornado show up, and the Ray show up. Those were just characters that was thrown into one episode. I gotta say that this universe is finally, I think, have access to DC's entire toy chest. I know early on for me, when I was a fan of the Arrow and a couple seasons of Flash, we weren't getting all the things that I would have hoped. And it seems like we've been getting access to more and more as the popularity's been going up, which makes a lot of sense. I don't understand why they can't have access to anything. Why can't Batman show up, really? I can handle Batman here and Batman on the movie, so I will go watch both. It's not like I'm going to say, I'm not going to watch that movie because I got my Batman on TV. If I did, I wasn't going to go watch that Batman movie to begin with. So I don't understand why WB and DC aren't trying to put out as much possible content as they can. I know about oversaturation of the market, but still, I think that it would just be better if all the like heroes could show up. If we could get a Wonder Woman and make an appearance. I want Dr. Fate and Legends. Okay, I'm going into a tangent here. I'll get back to Crisis on Earth X. <laughs> uh, we have a great scene where the Green Arrow, Supergirl, and Flash go up against Overgirl, Nazi Arrow, and Reverse Flash. They don't really fight for very long, but we get the reveal that I was talking about earlier uh, with the, green, uh, the Kryptonite Arrow. It was laced, it's like concealed in lead, which was a pretty cool touch. And Supergirl asks, why do you have a green with Kryptonite Arrow? And Oliver's like, Casey Evil You showed up. Which makes perfect sense, and probably, like I said, which was spurring it on for the decision to get that Nanite Arrow for Barry. I think that he realizes that if these superpowered beings who fight for good right now can be controlled, it's really bad for the rest of the world. So I thought that was great. Them working together to, like, save the partially constructed building and the construction workers, that was a great little scene. The scene before where they're waiting for Oliver to show up, and he's like, super speed. Just so you know, I don't have it. Hilarious. This crossover was fantastic. And the way they worked together throughout this crossover, the stakes, Martin perishing, which was a very sad thing for me. It hit me right in the fields. You knew someone was going to die. You didn't know how, but we got word earlier that year that Martin was going to leave Legends to go to Broadway. So... Uh, 
kind of expected him to go out, but didn't think he would be part of the crossover thing. So this crossover has collateral damage that reverberates back through the whole shows. They all feel this. They all know that you can die just being a hero. And we get the epic fight scene in the end with the most heroes today walking down the street. It was entirely badass. I loved it. The action, the little team-ups, Mr. Terrific throwing a ball at his T-sphere and Ray being on it. Just little things like that make the kid in me, make the team-up in me giddy. I love shared universes. I'm a big fan of them. I like that you can tell stories, separate stories, but also join up to tell a bigger story. I'm a big fan of this network, these universes, doing some sort of summer movie cutting back the shows to like 18 episodes a season and doing some sort of summer movie that has big consequences for the shows in coming seasons. So yeah, that's my list. Uh, I'm curious to hear of yours. If you want to reply to me on Twitter at Travis underscore 156, I would love to hear your top five crossover episodes. I'm super excited for the Elseworlds crossovers. Crossover coming up. It's less than a month away, people, so get excited, and I hope you enjoyed this episode. I really enjoy talking about this stuff, so drop me a line on Twitter at Travis underscore 156. We can chat anytime, and I hope you enjoyed this episode. Peace.